0: Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I certainly do count it a privilege and an honor to be with you today on this, the 50th episode of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are coming to you with a general audience's podcast today, and it is entitled lessons from the 2016 election yes so please go ahead and get your bibles your notebooks something to write with a snack and settle on in blend encourages you is coming to you with some thoughts on our recent election that's what's coming up next All right, BCU family, so let's just go ahead and dig in. So I've got to tell you with all the kerfuffle about the elections that took place in the United States of America this past week, supporters and opponents of the two main candidates took to social media to let anyone who would read know how they felt about the result. While there were very civil conversations that went back and forth, many conversations and comments were fired back between folks that were racially charged. There were retorts that were bathed in retaliation, doom, angry words, name-calling, jeers, and cursing. And very sadly, many of those responses were from people who say that they are Christian, Holy Ghost-filled, baptized in Jesus' name, believers. What did those responses look like to the people that we are trying to win to Christ? What must God be thinking about the people who are called by His name? (sighs) Yes, I know that God is forgiving He is understanding, and he definitely allows us to feel and be emotional about things that are passionate to us. He's made us with emotions, no doubt about that. The issue comes in when we practice letting the emotion control us to the point where we start walking in the flesh rather than in the spirit. In fact, Galatians chapter 5 says that the works of the flesh, and these are just a few of the works of the flesh, they produce hatred, wrath, and strife. That's works of the flesh, everybody. And on top of that, the word goes on further to say that they that do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And to see that, go ahead and check out Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 21. Now, that comment alone, not being able to enter into the kingdom of God, in other words, go to heaven, if we are practicing walking in the flesh, that should be enough to encourage us to walk in the Spirit right there. Now, I do understand that it can be trying at times to walk in the Spirit. I get that. And you know what? The Lord understands that too. That's why He gives us His word to apply to our lives. All right, so we have four main points here. Number one, Matthew chapter 18 and verse seven says, offenses will come. In this life, we will either offend someone or we will be offended by someone. There's no doubt about that. Now while we don't want to practice being repeat offenders, with the help of God, when someone trespasses against us, we are commanded to go to the person and straighten the matter out, as well as forgive 70 times 7 times when someone does offend us. So in other words, we have to lose count, otherwise we will not be forgiven. And I don't know about you, B.C.U. family, but I know that I need all the forgiveness that I can get from God. You can read all about that in Matthew chapter 18. Point number two, James 1 and 19 reminds us to be swift to hear, slow to speak and slow to wrath or to be angry. Why? Why is that? Because the deep-seated, retaliating wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. And that righteousness is the standard holy behavior that is required from us. As we strive to be more like Jesus, we understand that the Lord is merciful, gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. That's Psalms 103 and 8. So what that means is, with God's grace, we have to be the same way. Point number three. Do we have to get upset about everything? Everything that offends us? No, indeed. There's a scripture for that. Proverbs 19.11 says, It's the discretion of a man to defer his anger and it is his glory to pass over a transgression. That is really plain, everybody. Simply put, we've got to slow down the anger and learn when we can overlook being offended. We just don't have to be offended and go off on everything that happens. And then our fourth point Even when we do need to respond to someone, and that is absolutely scriptural, we do need to respond from time to time, we can do it so that God is glorified. Proverbs 15 and 28 says, the heart of the righteous studies things carefully and with wisdom. They study how to answer wisely and appropriately, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. Let me repeat that. The heart of the righteous studies. In other words, when you study something, you think carefully and you approach it with wisdom on how to answer wisely and appropriately, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. When you think about something being poured out, it comes out quickly, forcefully, with little or no control or regard on who is around or the effects of the pouring. That's a serious picture, BCU family. And listen, that is not the standard of holy living that we learned about in point number two. This is not what God has called us to. BCU family, nothing evil should ever come pouring out of our mouths, whether in verbal or or written communication. Words are weapons and the scarring can be permanent. So the bottom line here is, is that God's eyes behold and his eyelids try the children of men. That's Psalms 11 and 4. So in essence, this election and the outcome and our responses were truly a test of For many of us, myself included. Depending on how you did on this or maybe a similar test, do know that it will be administered again. And God doesn't administer tests to torment us or to frustrate us or to trip us up. It's really in preparation for us to be more like him and to be ready for him when he comes. You know, as things unfold in the world and the Bible is fulfilling itself prophecy-wise, the Lord's coming is nearer than we think. And we certainly, certainly do not want to miss the rapture. So with God's help, let's commit the word that we learned here today to memory and to action and pass this exam with the help of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Well, BCU family, (laughs) I've got to tell you that this was a tough yet needful reminder, needful reminder. And these lessons not only apply in something as big um, as an election, And not only just for social media, these lessons apply in our day-to-day activities. Think about the communication that we have with our spouses, significant others, our children, our coworkers, our family, our loved ones, our friends, even strangers. At some point in time, an offense is going to come. And it's all in how we respond, if at all, to the offense. And if we need to respond to it, if the Lord leads us to do so, we can do it in a way that still brings God glory and does not ruin our witness. That's what we have to keep in mind with God's grace. So, BCU family, as we apply this lesson, we're going to stop this podcast right here want to remind all of you that we have other podcasts here for you to enjoy as well. So you are welcome to peruse the BlendCouragesU.com site 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 or 66 days a year. You can also see what we're up to on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you haven't already done so, you can listen in and subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and on iTunes. So we are pretty much all over the Internet in some form or another. So before we get ready to wrap things up let me just say to you all that I would love to dialogue with you definitely would like this to be a two-way conversation so I'd love for you to get to the blendcouragesu.com site if you're not already there and leave a comment I'll make it real easy for you to comment by asking you to answer this question which one of the four points that we talked about today resonated with you the most or maybe there was something else that resonated with you whatever that is please feel free to drop us a line and share that with us As always, I want to thank you all so much for stopping by. Thank you so much for supporting and for sharing. May God bless you. May he keep you and make his face to shine upon you. And until the next time we're together or the Lord comes back, stay on the wall. We'll see y'all next time.